This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. This is Ricey, and you've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I recommend that you give Josh a call is simple, trust and results. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. And don't forget to ask him why it is 48 minutes. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid in. Oh, we got two complete games after not having one for like a half decade, Pat. Are we uh, are we over overusing starters? I, I think so. You could have, you know, you had a nice, comfortable lead. You could have, uh, you could have gone to Cole Sanders and saved Cole Sands and saved a couple of innings for Pablo last night. I don't know. He looked pretty sweated, sweated up out there, didn't he, against those feisty Royals? Basically, if you get Bobby Witt out. You don't have much problem, do you? That's oh it. And last That's last night much. they struck him out three times. What's their ERA against those guys? Didn't they start the season beating them two zero and two zero? They're nine and one against them for the season. I, I bet they haven't scored twenty runs, have they? You know, they're um, they you know it's uh, they've they have absolutely dominated them. But Joe Ryan's game was amazing. Uh, that was against Baltimore. Bailey Ober was fantastic. Uh, that you know he, he seven innings and he had one three ball count, twenty three batters, and uh, but Pablo might have had an easier time than anybody of, of any of them last night. I mean, it was there was never an issue with him. He was uh, and his last three have been pretty damn good. So, who are anyway, these guys? I don't who are, know. Like I'm. I had the scorecard. I could name. I knew like two guys. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, you know, they. You know, you knew Salvador. Who did? Yeah. Hey, Salvador. they were here three days, and Salvador didn't even hit a home run. For God's sakes, that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the uh, that's the upset of the century. And uh, I heard Dick last night say uh, Salvador uh, Perez might join 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 Joe Mauer in the Hall of Fame. Salvador uh, Perez. Salvador Perez is being 
taken into the Hall of Fame on a wheelbarrow, <laughs> dummy. He's a 100% first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, <laughs> Joe's got a little, Joe will take about four years, I guess. Joe will get in. I don't know that Joe, I don't years. know that Joe gets in. Like, I, th- I, I, it does. I think you get in. I think you okay. get in. Because people, mm. people will start focusing on his coaching, on his catching career instead of those last six years when he played first base. And it's, he had, it's so tough. He, know, didn't, like, he didn't do anything in the playoffs, which is uh, a blemish. But, well, he would have hit a double if it wasn't for Phil Cousins. <laughs> Maybe they could show him that uh, he would have hit a very important double if it hadn't been for Phil Cousins, and they would have had a 2-0 lead in the series, But uh, which they probably would have lost three in a row anyway. So what difference But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – I saw a Gleeman stat. I'm sure everybody else has had it. They're number one virtually in every pitching category now in Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. the Twins. Yeah. I mean, innings for starters, <laughs> innings for starters, uh, lowest, you know, every, they're, they're, they're number one in everything. It's incredible. It is. Do you, and, do you think even, I mean, they're, they're still outside the top 20 in, in runs scored. But if you have one of the two best pitching staffs in baseball, and they might maybe they add a reliever or something, yeah, you can you can. This is a formula to actually do something in October if they can get there. That's the crazy thing. Did anybody notice last night though? As they cruised to this victory, they had five hits. Yeah, they had five hits. You know, and then uh, you know, so they're still not hitting the ball, but. When you don't give up any runs and you're playing Kansas City, they'll figure out a way to get you a few runs. But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, they hitting it. It is probably well, I'd have to look back, maybe sixty-eight. But this is probably the greatest discrepancy between pitching being excellent and hitting being in in the in the sixty-three years of the Twins. This is probably the greatest discrepancy. Many times we've had great hitting. Like seventy-seven and terrible pitching, yeah. But uh, not, uh, not, uh, not. You know, this year's uh, it's incredible. I mean, I, I don't know. They, uh, they, uh, they. I mean, overs. Sonny Gray's going the All Star game. He might be their fourth best starter. Overs been fantastic lately, don't you think? I mean, he throws nothing but strikes. I don't believe the Mives. I think it might as a mirage of created by the Royals. I still look at that stuff and say, throwing ninety one. You know, he's, he's it is crazy how qu- how quickly like throwing ninety one is like throwing. You're Jamie Moyer <laughs> from twenty years. Remember when oh, Jamie yeah, Moyer was right. throwing seventy nine mile an hour fastball? Yes, yes. That's yes. what a ninety mile an hour fastball is now. It's yeah, it it's looks crazy. like it looks like he's. Ah, there's a changeup. No, that was a heater, actually. But uh, every you know, it wasn't that long ago that every starting pitcher threw about 90 miles an hour, 89, 90, 91, and then they would oh, maybe, yeah. hum, maybe hump it to like 94 in a big. Well, I, you know, Burt had fantastic stuff, right? The great curveball and everything, but he rarely was riding along at 95. It was you know 93, 94, which was good enough with that. You know, now now. I think one big difference, Phil, is uh, everybody throwing max effort all the time. Back in the day, you know, Verlander is probably the last of the, okay, I'm going to show you 93 all day until I need 99. You know, not, yes. not, not as many pitchers do that anymore. They Now, Pablo looked like 
he was in cruise control last day yesterday. I don't even know if he if he gave us his best fastball all the time, but uh, he was absolutely in cruise control. So, but uh, most of the we we see this max effort, which is probably the reason. I saw I heard a stat yesterday. Uh, I mean, last week I couldn't believe fifty one percent. Now I don't know if these are the pitchers who started the season with ever with major league teams. Fifty one percent were on the. Uh, injured list at one point during the season, fifty-one percent. They maybe they gave him a, you know, they got a new, they got a new thing for if you're horse crap, they put you on the mental health list. So I don't think we had that last year, though. Did we didn't have the mental health? But uh, uh, I'm terrible. Put me on the mental. The team says we're going to put you on the mental health list so we don't have to use you. So and then it's. Then, then, then we're writing as though these guys are coming back from these, you know, horrible situations like Jorge and stuff like that. Do you like think, that, real yeah. quick, on Jorge, so if you look at his career at this point, and I don't have his numbers in front of me, but he was atrocious every year for four or five years up until last year, and then he has a really good lights out three or four months mm-hmm. to make the trade. He was mediocre down the stretch for the Twins, and now he's he's got a five ERA again. Did they just get ex- and you got excited about him too? I oh, guess. But I, did, well, but did we just get excited about a three month career stretch, and this is who he is? Here's my thing, though. I saw him make a couple of some starts against the Twins, at least two, maybe three times. I watched him pitch. This was when he was starting, and I'd say. How's this guy got a six ERA? Look at this stuff. But then he get to the fourth inning and he get knocked all over the place. Right. But I I thought he had terrific stuff when I was watching him not get through five innings. I I couldn't figure out how he was that bad. And uh, and now maybe he's just not any good. I don't know. He's I mean the other he came in the other day for his respite, two base hits and then a rocket for an out. Right. Yeah, I mean, I thought yep. that ball was going out that Kepler caught up next to the wall. So he could have he could have came in, faced three batters, given up three runs, and had to get relieved with a nine to two lead. So uh, yeah. yeah, maybe he's no good. I don't know. I would I, I would I was dead wrong on him. Maybe well, it looks like I was dead wrong on him because I really liked his stuff, but I didn't see that hanging slider that's been his specialty this year. I you know I didn't see that hanging breaking ball. He was. You know, there was more the sinker and everything. So, so Pat, where where does in a, a guy who has watched this franchise since its inception <clears throat> in 1961 or since it came here from Washington, where does a team meeting at which the players basically <laughs> decide the coaching staff is no longer a necessary <laughs> part, where where does that rank among Twins mutinies since the club started? Oh, I would say not even close. Back in the back in the 70s when the, we were having Marvin, you know, when they were rocking and rolling and fighting for free agency, and uh, you know they were blatantly bad mouthing management and everybody, and it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was much more raucous back then. There was a first of all, the other half of the deal was until the last ten years, the manager could, the manager would tell you, you know, he'd get mad and explode and rip his team. Rocco's thing was like an explosion for 2023. Yeah. And, it, you know, 
20 years of Guardi, it would have said, oh, Guardi's a little upset today. <laughs> you know, it would have been a little dander. And back in the day of other managers, as you know, they'd find a guy for, they would have fined Willie Castro, Sam Mealy would have fined him eight times by now. They used to take 50 <laughs> bucks away from a guy all the time when he did something stupid, which for Willie is about once a day, once a game. Uh, uh, so, you know, it, it was, it was a much more raucous, the, the, the message was not controlled nearly as well as it, as it is now back in the 60s and 70s, and 80s. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a different time. Now, Kelly, Kelly, once Kelly took over, it got, you know, it was, the message was more controlled, although he would get angry once in a while. But, uh, but. Before that, the first 25 years when Calvin on the team were wonderful because Calvin would explode and they'd rip Calvin and it was great. It was fantastic. Of course, and then Calvin's speech at Waseca, uh, the uh, well, yeah, the, that took uh, it to another level. The, yeah, that was '78, and that was uh, Rodney's last year with the team. But I was in Kansas City covering the team. That was my last year on the beat. You know, Sunday morning. Sunday morning, I get a call at nine o'clock in the morning at the hotel. I'm sure I was hungover. Last day on the road, Kansas City, you know. Um, and uh, and they said the, the the Tribune has a story this morning that Calvin was at Waseca and made this racial crazed speech. So I rush over to the ballpark, and the players are. They don't have a newspaper, but they're getting these secondhand reports of what was happening. And Carew goes off, goes crazy. And, uh, you know, that was, that's what we had back then. Now we got Rocco saying, we better start thinking more when we go to the plate. We say, oh, my, what an explosion. Well, and then he also, he, he started to sort of rip there. He's like, "We, I know we work hard, but we need to work hard yeah. differently. No, the, the, the work hard thing was... He was basically telling us, you can't say we had a complete lack of effort tonight, but we sure work hard, right? Those two yeah. messages are not the same. I mean, working hard is, you know, he, he, he did catch himself two or three times in that statement. But I will say, as silly as it is, they getting Correa at the top of the order, he hasn't been fantastic, but he's been pretty good. But it it does kind of send a message, don't you think? It, okay, get him out of the order. Get him. Okay, you're gonna. We're paying you two hundred million. You figure out how to get this thing started here. Yeah. Right. So I, I think that's that turned out to be a pretty, and especially when you don't have a leadoff hitter. So. Yeah, how about I like the kid? It. What are they gonna do with the second baseman when Julio comes back? He's got six home runs already. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I mean. Teach him how to teach him how to field a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, that would, well, him and Miranda on the field. If I'm pitching, I, you know, if I'm pitching, I'm saying hit the ball to Correa because I don't want either of those guys to get the ball. Miranda, they would probably. I don't know how much longer he's got if he keeps not if he can't hit. He, you know, he can't play. Could you put Julian at third? Well, he couldn't be any worse. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just... <laughs> I don't know how his arm is. I, I don't know uh, but I, how he throws. I don't think he's ever played over there. But, yes, that would make more sense. But, again, why are we going to see Jorge? Who knows? Maybe he can put Jorge at third. 
How about her answer? You just I play short. You could, yeah, you could. His the, arm is it, such an afterthought because of all the injuries. You yeah. know, just his arm wasn't a big issue, was it? He'd skip a few once in a while. It was a little bit. Didn't yeah. have great range or anything. But you could maybe play him at third. But that was a short yeah. too. So yeah, you you can Julian Field though. That that's my question. Like no, no matter <laughs> no, where you put him, no, no, he his can't. Glove is like a <laughs> no, he can't. Frying pan. He should. They should send Koski over to talk to him. Give him the Canadian message. Listen, kid, I was worse than you. My life was in danger, and I took five thousand ground balls a yeah. week from Gardy, and I became a very good third baseman. You can do it. You yes. got to get your glove in front of the ball. That's the secret here. <laughs> you know, friend, that's unbelievable. The, that's the key to fielding a grounder. Yes. More bad yeah. news in the Twin City sports scene last night. Even though Pablo was good. The Lynx won again. What are they doing collapsing there? They've, 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 for they've... Collapsing for Caitlin is is over, blowing up. We're we're hot now. We think we're gonna we're gonna make the playoffs. We're a playoff team now. Why are yeah. we screwing yeah. this up? I we, don't know. We were doing this so well. What? 0-6 path were... to a Beckers or Caitlin Clark. Yeah, you were just in Iowa. Are they still talking about Caitlin in Iowa? Oh, Pat, are you kidding? They the Iowa Hawkeye women's basketball tickets for the upcoming season are gone. There's nothing. <laughs> and, and I I heard somebody estimated that they think her NIL income is something like a million and a half at least. <laughs> like she's making more in college than she yeah. probably will with her starting contract. Yeah. Now, now, but I do think some of these deals are going to follow the players into the WNBA too, right? I mean, high V's not going to drop her because she's playing college, you know, now right. maybe, you know, because she's what gone from college to the pros and Nike and all these footwear places. And, and, you know, I don't know who her contracts with, but she's got sports apparel contracts too. And uh, that, that's interesting that the, you know, all the all these schools have sports apparel contracts, right? With mm-hmm. certain people. What happens if what, what happens if Caitlin wants to get a deal with Nike and they're in an Adidas school? I don't yeah, know. No, it's, and know? it's one thing if you know, like you're a professional team and you're being paid millions of dollars. Like De, like D'Angelo Russell tried to bring his sports drink to the podium after games. And the NBA is like, no, we've got a deal with this sports drink, and you're being paid yeah. thirty million dollars yeah. in our league. <laughs> But if you're yeah. a college athlete, you're not getting paid. Yeah, can you wear, if you're in Adidas school, can you wear flashy <laughs> Nikes? Like, I don't, that's a, it's a good question. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. I remember when the Dream Team, remember the Dream Team back in 92, they had the, I think the Olympics had the deal with Adidas, right? And all the Nike guys when they take their team pictures and stuff would cover up, the, would cover up the Adidas. And it was a big controversy. And I think, you know, Jordan, obviously the, the Adidas man, I mean, the Nike guy of all time was, that was a big feud going on there. And the, the Olympics thought they were going to, the Olympic committee thought they were going to stare them down and win the fight. And no, they didn't realize that they didn't realize that the dream team was doing them a favor. Not the other way around. Yeah. 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 
So, so well, Pat, we uh, we got to get to some uh, Thursday scoops here with our guy Doogie. Oh, all right. I'm interested. Man. And uh, you got to get going too, but uh, we'll do it again tomorrow, and we'll see. The Twins are now 5-1 and one in the new season. They said it was a yes, new, season new season going into new Baltimore season. last week, and they're 5-1 and one in the new season. So, Unfortunately, the new season only includes three more games with the Royals. Yeah. <laughs> the new season. The, old, the, dream, <laughs> the dream schedule of 19 games against the Royals is gone. You know, it's, you know, there's six wins you don't get to have. Yep. You gotta, right, you gotta earn it now. All right, there he is, yeah, Royce Unchained, presented by our friends at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Power Lodge locations in Brainerd, Anamia Ramsey, Miller Marine in St. Cloud. Three hundred, over three hundred pontoons in stock, and uh, a ton of Benningtons out there for your throttle therapy, Judd. That's right. It's called throttle therapy for a reason, and the reason is because our summers are short, but they are beautiful on the lake. And if you are a Minnesota sports fan, as we continue to talk about, don't you want to jump in the lake like that, which you just saw? Don't you want to enjoy your summer? You can do exactly that on a Bennington. PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com. Royce Unchained.